0: all right guys welcome back to let's get busy busy um this is your host Ryan brown from the christown sbdc today's episode we have a special guest shara hutchinson i'm um, here to talk with us about um a pretty cool topic today kind of uh, revolving around the idea of data analysis how important it is um how she herself has used it throughout her career um and just tying it back into why it's important for maybe Businesses or entrepreneurs to incorporate that aspect when either starting or operating their businesses. Uh, so before we get started to uh, you know get too in depth with things, I just wanted to ask, how are you doing today?
1: So I'm good. I'm so happy to be here, Araya. This is amazing, and today I'm doing great. It is a little bit cloudy and rainy here in Atlanta, but overall can't complain about the day. Yeah, how you doing?
0: Doing alright too. It's pretty uh pretty similar weather here but i'm sure that's not a surprise at all yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so and uh you know just starting off just feel free to introduce to the audience you know uh, where you're from obviously i know you just mentioned uh being in atlanta at the moment and um yeah what are some things that you do in your career uh now and how'd you get started
1: yeah thank you so much so just to start off i am Shara hutchinson And I currently reside in Atlanta, but I am from New York City, uh, not born, but raised in Brooklyn, New York, and recently just moved to Atlanta about a year ago for work. Um, So I'm here now. This is my new city. I currently work uh, as an engineering manager at Microsoft, uh, leading a team of modern work architects. Um, I've been there for about two years, but overall my experience in the tech industry, if you guys haven't figured it out yet, I do work in the tech world. Um, I've been here, been in the tech industry for 20 years. Throughout my entire career, I've had to look at data, right? Everyone always talks about data. So this is a really great topic and very interesting topic for me to talk about because <laughs> the way that I use it in my world is a little bit different as an engineer when I was an engineer than I think most folks would think about the, you know, the, the common concept around data analysis. So, but yeah, that's just a little bit about me. And um, if you want me to go into a little bit more.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, I think that that touches a lot of uh You know, the the logistics of everything. I did also want to ask, too, about your uh, new show, actually, as well.
1: Oh, yeah, which is I completely forgot to bring that up. I recently started a podcast, which, as I mentioned, I've been in the tech industry for 20 years. I'm a black woman in tech and in the tech world, it's mostly white male-dominated feel. Um, We have about 3% of Black women that are actually in the tech industry, right? Um, So I started the podcast uh, just to highlight and share some of the journeys and stories of other Black women in the tech industry. It's called Be Lit with More Tea. that's Black Ladies in Tech. You can always find Mm. us on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts, you can find us. Um, follow us on Instagram or the social medias, right? Our, our handle is B the letter B L I T with more T T E A. (laughs) It's great. It's great. I'm meeting some amazing women who's just highlighting and sharing their stories and challenges of, themselves about you know working in the tech industry as a black woman and some of the unique situations that we're sometimes placed in so it's a really great podcast for anyone who wants to learn more about the challenges or journey or the struggles or just whatever what it takes or what it is what does it mean to be a black woman in tech so i hope you all listen
0: yeah no that's amazing honestly and you know like you were saying like with such a you know small demographic of people that tend to not really get recognized in that industry like there are there's a lot of you know crazy feats that black women have done as far as tech and the history of it itself so that deserves to be highlighted you know
1: absolutely man absolutely yeah That's and for those
0: listening tea. as well too um i'll also make sure to link the that show in the description as well it's another good uh, listen if you have any free time after this episode
1: yeah that's really cool yeah listen in man it's really great uh we're highlighting as i said we're highlighting some of the journeys that you know these phenomenal women are taken along yeah. their along their path
0: Yeah, how many episodes are there out right now currently actually for the listeners?
1: So, so for the listeners we are about to release our third well technically our fifth episode but it's our third episode with a guest um i do have I'm not gonna spoil the tea and say who it is, um, but it's gonna be a really great episode, and I do have more coming. And yeah, you know, as I said, we're just starting, so it's really great. I've made some amazing connections, Araya, some amazing connections with just some phenomenal women just going along this journey. Yeah,
0: no, that's incredible. That's incredible. Thank
1: you, thank you.
0: All right, so start things off. Uh, You know, pretty pretty simple, generic question, but how important is data and data analysis in your work i know you touched on this previously as well um but even if not right now too just in the past as well just how important that aspect of things are
1: yeah no this is a great question right um data analysis is important so in my prior job um I was a technical manager. I was currently now at Microsoft. I lead a team of about 27 folks, as I said. Um, My prior job, I was a technical manager. I was leading a team of 12, but I was an engineer myself. So when we talk about data as an engineer, that's what I'm surrounded with, right? It's extremely important, especially when you're talking about in the sense that you need to make business decisions or, or decisions, or if there's an issue with like, uh, exchange servers down your your authentication servers down right or your SQL server is not your databases are down you need to go in, take the raw data set and correlate it to figure out what's going on right, right. and some of those those correlation that you're doing uh, in, in you know finding trends and patterns or relationship can impact your decision-making processes right sometimes it has helped us in my prior role as an engineer to identify some potential problems and sometimes even up- uncover those opportunities for growth, right? Where we can potentially say, "Hey, maybe we need to expand the service," or look at, you know, moving uh, our service from one provider to another because we're not getting the best. Um, metrics or or throughput or whatever the case may be just from analyzing that data Um, in my current role now um, as i mentioned i'm a team manager or a manager engineer manager leading this team Uh, my i'm still working with data data is actually still there right i work for a big tech company i work for microsoft so we're we're it's like data swirling around us (laughs) right but in my current role it's actually pretty interesting because Um, The way that I use the data now is actually to help me to drive through acceleration of our OKRs and our metrics to make sure that I'm able to drive clarity in terms of processes and what our goals are for my team, right? So I'm using that in a little bit of a more uh, team-oriented fashion, not in terms of making big uh, business decisions, that's one part, right? On the other part, when I meet with my other my peer managers, my team, or my senior leaders, we actually take the data in terms of how our customers are operating. Do are they excite, Are they uh, happy or um, with our products, right? Are they? Is there a problem? Um, is there something that we could potentially identify a problem? Right. That could happen. Right. And so we utilize this data on the back end. So not the team related one, the ones that we're now looking at for the business ops, business operations side of things and help us to formulate what our current or upcoming year, fiscal year goals, OKRs and metrics would be. Right. So it's really interesting. And I'm still trying to wrap my brain around it because it's not something that. I'm used to in my prior role yeah. as an engineer, you know, to, to analyze data as an engineer and find out what just happened to my exchange server. Am I might get in hacked, or is something going on with my SQL server? What's going on with the load? Or do we need to put more storage or something underneath, right? It's completely different than analyzing our customer and our metrics and say, okay, yeah. our OKR was this, our goal was this, you know, for 2023, what should it be for 2024? And without that analysis, you wouldn't be able to see patterns. You wouldn't be able to see trends. You wouldn't be able to see where potentially you need to push more or pull back more, right? Which cu- which region or customers you need to pay more attention to or pull pull back more because they may be saturated, right? Yeah. Yeah, so it's really, I mean, really important.
0: Yeah, because I mean, honestly, too, like going to what you're saying, like, it, you know, without, without that, it's, a lot of it would just be educated guesses at that point. Exactly.
1: Exactly right. Exactly, and you know, it, it, when you think about data analysis, just to I don't know for your listeners out there, it doesn't have to be quantified to your tech companies or even to your businesses, right? right? Like corporate America is what I'm talking about. If you think about the whole, the overall, or the whole concept of data analysis, it it can be used in any field, right? Any field, healthcare, government, public policies, right? Any field to help you to, as I said, you know, help you to uh, improve or learn about those trends and patterns and help you lead into improved outcomes and definitely increase success because you're able to kind of like predict where your future is going to go, yeah. <laughs> right? Which is really cool. <laughs> <simple. laughs>
0: yeah. And you know what, too? I guess that also is also why it's important to make sure that, um, you know, a lot of, the data itself is quality data because you know I know there's you know certain methods out there where you know let's just say you get the wrong wrong number or the wrong piece of information. Any little bit of that could throw everything off as well. Of
1: course, of course, and that's that's the beautiful thing, right? Um, it, you have to make sure that you do have the correct data, right? right. Because as you said, you can throw things off. You can uh, start planning for something and it's like, wait a second. Um, I'm actually. I don't need this many resources in this side. I actually need it over here. Nope. Right. Nope. So making sure you have processes and systems in place to make sure that the data that you're collecting is is true. Right. In regards to what you're you're tracking or trending against is super 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 important. Right. Talking about like I know this. Uh, I think this podcast is a music business podcast. Right.
0: Um, uh, I say music in general, but you know music. I think a lot of you know with my own experience as well i do I do tend to tie in a lot of music business
1: yeah, right think about music right and where we are today and how most music are ba- is basically released right It's all on the social media, on the internet digital. Um, all digital right um, imagine if you had some data behind all the music that you just released, like if you're an artist, right? And you have the data in regards to how many plays were coming in, how many people like this, right? How many people hated this, right? You would then be able to take that information, make an informed decision in regards to which of your songs to promote. Where do you want to target your specific audiences? Maybe there's a marketing strategy that may be more effective in one region versus the other, right? So when I say that data analysis doesn't have to be contained to like corporate America or tech companies or whatever, it can be utilized in any field that you have, right? Mm-hmm. In music, it'd be utilized to study your trends and patterns, right? Which genre are, are popular, which region, right? And it's right. all different. <laughs> so it's really important no matter what you're doing. Is what i'm
0: trying to say no nah, thank you yeah no that was a fantastic answer thank you so much <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um and i guess um, uh, moving along too like going off of that um you know and feel free you know i'm not sure how how private these might be but are there any type of methods that uh you know you utilize as far as whenever you're going through that process
1: yes um I have a lot of methods first thing first and well let me break it down are you talking about methods in terms of software or in terms of where i'm doing what i'm doing to collect my data or methods in terms of how i work with my data i would say step? i would
0: say collection
1: a collection of both of course <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, in terms of like let's go to like some um uh, like real question, not real answer, or whatever, in terms of data collection, right? Yeah. Uh, in terms of data collection, you know, as I mentioned, I work for Microsoft, right? So a lot of the things that we have are in-house. Uh, some of them are in-house tools, right, for our businesses and stuff like that. Um, we do stuff like surveys, maybe observations or experiments or whatever the case may be right maybe collecting data from a database and putting it into our system and making sure that it is a real clean data right without any kind of like testing done against it or anything like that right because we want to make sure and 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 certify the fidelity of that data right Mm -hmm. Um, once i get that data which is usually presented to me either in some sort of model it could be Excel, it could be an actual like database, like a SQL server access or something like that, right? Uh, I mostly in this role use Power BI, right? To actually do analyst, data analysis of the data, right? So I, we have our sources feeding into Power, D, uh, Power BI, which is a Microsoft product. And within that, that program, I'm able to do data modeling and play with the data to try to figure out what's going on. And this is a tool that's available to any business. I'm not yeah. sure about consumers, but businesses. Yes,
0: <laughs> that's pretty cool. That sounds yeah. that sounds actually really cool. You said you're able to play with the data.
1: I'm able to play with the data, right? So, a couple of things in terms of data collection. At least for me, the engineering me is not coming out. Okay,
0: <laughs> and I have to
1: talk about some things, yeah. um, which may not be it may not be applicable to your your guests, uh, your listeners that are listening, right? Um, but as an engineer when i'm collecting data the first thing i do is i have three environments right just talking about my process right i have my 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 dev right i have my qa staging and i have my test environment right a lot of the times when i was an engineer i would feed a lot of the data into my dev environment this way i can use to play with the data and have a little bit more flexibility to massage my actual production data okay of course it's been um removed mm-hmm. of like personal information or PII information or customer information or anything like that, right? So all I have is just a raw data. So I don't know what's going on or who's what or whatever. Yeah, right? no so I would, yeah, exactly. And so I play with this data and model it in my dev lab or my dev environment. And as we're going through and you know, we're certifying the fidelity of the data. Sometimes a lot of the things, we actually release it back into the source so that senior leaders can have, it can be exposed to senior leaders, whether it's through a dashboard or not, but we need to make sure that the data is true, right? After doing the modeling and testing and seeing what the different aspects are when we're testing against it. And that's what I do in terms of my process. The first thing I make sure is that I have clean data and I separate it out so that when I'm messing with my data, I know which stage of the process my data is in. Right. Second thing I do, make sure I have a backup. That's it. (laughs) Those are my two advice. That's it. It Make sure you have a backup.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: But yeah, I know, but it's really cool. It's really interesting, you know, as I said, to just go from this mindset of being an engineer and looking at logs and data for a different aspect than now here at Microsoft, looking at logs, at, well, not logs, but data to help to predict business trends, right? To help to predict our business yeah. goals, our OKRs for the next year, what we need to focus on. And it's just, its it's been mind-boggling just trying to wrap my brain around this thing. Yeah,
0: that, sounds, that all sounds amazing, though. Like, obviously, it does... At, while i'm saying it sounds amazing i'm sure it's also <laughs> a lot of work and i'm sure even you know some listeners i'm sure some listeners right now are like just mind blown just really taking it all in you know and whatnot so i don't know that all sounds incredible too and, and you know since we've already like mentioned them a lot shout out uh shout out microsoft <laughs> yes <laughs> shout out microsoft
1: sorry i didn't mean to drop their name so many times but yes shout out to microsoft yeah, I mean, there's a lot of
0: great <laughs> products
1: yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank
0: you. Yeah. So um I'd say um again so you know moving right along too as far as that so imagine any you know picture picture a person in your head right now. Um and this person is very very new when it comes to this aspect of starting a business but they're getting ready they want to start their business. They want to you know, let's just say they're trying to open up a a, a flower shop, I guess, <laughs> for, <laughs> uh, for lack of better, better ideas. So flower shop, you know, and they've never, you know, they're just starting off. They just, you know, they know that they love flowers and are still learning other aspects as far as entrepreneurship, but have absolutely no idea where to get started as far as the data collection analyzing side of it. Um, You know, why do you why what would you say to that person as far as being able to encourage them to start doing more research and learning how to do these things for themselves?
1: Yeah, that's that's a great question. Uh, and it's a great question because in my prior life, well, I actually was like four years ago, I was a small business owner as well. Yes. So I went through exactly the same thing. You just described (laughs) exactly the same thing, right? And this was in New York City. Um, I can talk through what my process is like um, as from that experience. The first thing that I did as a new business owner, I decided to start a coffee and panini shop, right? I don't know Mm -hmm. anything about food. I'm I'm an engineer. What would I know about food, right? I don't even know how to cook. So it was a really like a 180 in terms of like getting out of my my comfort. It was taking me out of my comfort zone from what I know, what I'm comfortable with. The first thing that I I did, and this is what I would advise anyone that's thinking about starting a business. The first thing I did is, and I'm gonna say Bing because I do work for Microsoft, Mm -hmm. but Bing is your best friend, but I didn't just keep it there, okay? If you have a department of business, usually there is so much data in terms of analysis that they have done that you can get from their sites right yeah but let's just say okay you're like i'm not really too technical or you know whatever the case may be or maybe i'm my my department of business site is confusing or whatever the case may be right um one of the things that i did once i got my business started right because. The first set of data that you're going to need is not going to help you once you get your business started, right? The first set of data is how successful can my business be, right? Mm. So that means that I had to go sometimes and do my own investigation, at least for like this was a physical store, right? right. On the corner, how many pedestrians do I have pass by? How often are they passing by, right? How, when is their busy time? And I actually did that for the places that I was looking at a couple of times and this was me as a, as a business owner, just being curious and interested in, t- in order to understand these things. Cause there's really, isn't a lot of data around like pedestrian traffic. Yeah. You could pay companies to do that. But again, small business owner, you don't have the money. So I did them on my own. Um, the next thing i did as i said i went to my department of business right and i started looking up not just in my department of business but the building that i was interested in to start my business i went to my department of buildings to look up the records to just make mm. sure that i understand the historical aspect of what's been going on in this place right
0: yeah
1: and i gathered all that information the department of business was Perfect because, at least for New York City, they have everything in just one portal that you can just gain access to as a new business owner if you don't know what to do. I'm sure others are like that as well, but I can talk about that from my experience. After starting the business, you know, you have your website, you have your social media, you have your online ordering sites, right? Yep. The next thing that I did was I decided to not just keep those things separate, I took it a, a step further and decided to integrate my website, and my social media into Google Analytics. Mm. And if you guys have never worked with Google Analytics, this is still something I'm learning to this day. It is a powerful tool. If you can understand and grasp the concept of like search engine optimization, which is using only data, okay, (laughs) you can be super successful in being top of the list of Google. So I utilized Google Analytics and basically Google Analytics was the one that collected all my traffic, all my data, but I didn't just let it go into Google Analytics and say, okay, it's there. I actually went in and looked, right? And then on Google, they have, there's a thing called Google Trends where you can go and see trending words or trending topics right for different countries different regions and with my analytics data and my google trend a lot of the times when i was going through i noticed that when i post on social media right based on the data at 8 a.m wasn't a lot of interaction if i post at 1 p.m there was more interactions if i use certain words there wasn't a lot of interactions if i use this word there was certain interactions right so for someone that's brand new starting out i'd say utilize google analytics Google Trends, combine the two together, tie them in, and actually start playing with the data to understand how to make your business more successful. When's the best time to promote your business? What do you want to promote? Are people visiting one page versus the other? Like, that's all important just to understand the nature and how your business operates.
0: Yeah, that was a great answer. Oh my gosh, that was an amazing answer. For anybody listening, <laughs> there was a lot of there was a lot of gems and resources in that answer. Um,
1: yeah, so sorry. Hope, well,
0: pay attention. You know, if you need to rewind. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you write some of these down, especially Google, Google Analytics, for sure. Um, yeah. So yeah, and, um, and with that being said, um, that pretty much touches on everything that I had for today. Uh, thank you so much again. Um, a lot yeah. of amazing answers. A lot of amazing answers. This was, this was a great episode.
1: Thank you, Raya, for this opportunity. And again, you know, to all your listeners, uh, the first thing to do, well, first thing I have to say is don't disregard the importance of data. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It is important, and it's not just part of your mobile plan, okay? It is important, especially if you're looking to start a business or you're in the nature of a business, and it doesn't make a difference what business you want to be. Maybe you want to just be on social media. You want to do a social media business. You still need data, right? right. So it doesn't make a difference. It's important. Um, the other thing I want to say, this has just been super fun for me, Ari. I'm just super excited to just get a chance to talk to you here Um, And Uh just explain how I use data in my life because, you know, when most folks think about data analysis, they're not thinking about in the engineering aspect or what I do, but I use it pretty heavily. Right. So I'm very happy to share my story and my journey with everyone.
0: Yeah, and you know that's why I feel like you also, you know, once I got the idea for the topic, I knew you'd be the right guest for sure. And I'm glad, you know, we're able to make it happen as well. Thank you. Um, you know, a lot of amazing answers. And I guess, you know, one final question before I uh, end off. Um, just if you have any future plans or endeavors you wanted to share with the uh, the guests, real quick before we sign off.
1: Wow, (laughs) talk about putting me on the spot. (laughs) Okay. I already talked about my future plan well it's not future anymore It started it's going as my podcast that i okay. recently just you know started exploring this aspect of just sharing and sharing the stories in, of black women in tech what their journey is like about you know also sponsors or allies um other than that you know i do have a couple of things going on but nothing really as exciting as my podcast right now um the, the other thing i wanted to say to your listeners or uh your viewers I don't think they're viewers but they're your listeners yeah yeah, if anyone is open to connect or want to connect with me I know probably Araya didn't ask but I will put it out there I'm on LinkedIn you can always find me I'm Shara Hutchinson and my name is S-H-A-R-A last name Hutchinson and as I said I'm on LinkedIn so if you want to connect you have any questions uh anything reach out to me connect let's talk about business or data
0: wow amazing i I don't know how I forgot to ask that actually <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. but yeah, but you guys all heard you know, make sure again, um definitely tune into the podcast. Uh, I will be having that linked in the description of this show as well, so make sure to check that out and as well as connect with um connect with her on LinkedIn, you know it's a great platform, and yeah, everybody should have one if you don't already have one, yes <laughs>
1: absolutely encourage you, yeah.
0: Um. So, yeah, so with that all being said, um, you know, thank you guys for listening again to another great episode of Let's Get Busy, and I will see you guys next time.
1: Thank you for having me, Araya. This is this was a great experience. Thank you so much. Thank you.